0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Fun Diplomacy Podcast. Uh, as always, let's get the business out of the way so we can jump r- right into uh, this week's episode. If you uh, use Amazon and you want to support the podcast, please go on my website, funboatdiplomacy.com. On the right-hand side of any of my pages, you can find my Amazon portal link. Just click on the link, shop on Amazon as you normally would, and Amazon shares a small cut with me of your total and I can continue putting out these episodes and writing my short articles um, for your enjoyment Uh, another thing another quick plug uh, as many of you know I work at the Pacific Tradewinds Hostel here in San Francisco California and if you have any plans to come visit or if I can somehow persuade you to come visit uh, you can come stay with us uh, and get a $3 discount off of the roughly $32 a night rate. Uh, use the discount code Friend 3 that's W-E-I-M-I-N S-F-R-I-E-N-D 3 to get a $3 discount. Um, it's pretty affordable for such an expensive city, but it is an amazing city and I encourage you to come visit. So thanks for bearing with me and please enjoy this episode's can't talk today. Please enjoy. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Fun But Diplomacy podcast with my good friend David Ayala. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Fun Boat Diplomacy, I'm sitting here again at Dolores Park, I haven't recorded here in a while, it's sunny again, relatively, but it's a little windy, a little cold, but we're gonna do it here because it's a special place, I'm here with David Ayala, oh how do you say, how can you say your name? That's perfect. I said, I said it right? Okay. Yeah, don't Some... try again. <laughs> Ayala, got it. Okay. Oh no. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so how are you feeling, today's your last day in San Francisco?
1: Yes, today is my last day of San Francisco, and uh, tomorrow I w- I will be back with uh, my family and my friends in my hometown of Bogota uh, after one and a half month, one and a half years of uh, traveling. Yeah, so are, it's an exciting, special
0: day today. Are you and or are your, is your family excited that you're coming back?
1: Yes. Well, this uh, sudden. Uh, end of the trip wasn't really scheduled, so uh, my mother found out that I was coming back to, uh, just uh, a couple of hours ago. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, and uh, she was very happy. Mm, so uh, I, I barely got to hear her reaction for a couple of minutes over a noisy telephone call. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about the unexpectedness of uh, my uh, how do you say that Uh, of my return
0: (laughs) and how do you feel about it just excited you said
1: yes well I think I am as confused about it as uh, most (laughs) of my family and friends will be because uh, the plan was to keep on traveling for uh, a longer time than uh, uh, only one and a half years Mm, but to be honest, uh, there wasn't really a plan and uh, I, I don't feel uh, the time as I describe it. Uh, I don't know what one and a half year means and uh, I don't know uh, what would it mean to say I was planning to travel for another half a year or for, an- for another year. It was just something that kept on going and suddenly it seems to be pausing because I think Travel should uh, never end <laughs> uh,
0: where was the next place you were going to go was it mexico
1: Yes well i've been uh, planning uh, uh, on the midterm so to speak my my destinations, so I just find uh, uh, not a short term but like a, uh, something that will uh, that seems to be a good reason to go to another place uh, the short uh, Uh, excuse I found uh, as I was uh, here in California to go back to go back to Mexico uh, was uh, a health issue. Um, And uh, when I had that uh, health issue excuse, I said, well, why don't we just make it all the way back to
0: home? Uh, People at home don't know what your health issue is. Can you describe that a bit? Well, um, right now I'm having uh, trouble with
1: my knee, and... uh, It began more than a year ago, Mm. so I guess this is a a fun way to introduce a little bit of uh, what my traveling has been about. Mm -hmm. Um, So... uh, To start from the beginning. To start from the beginning. I've had uh, for a long time now the dream of uh, making a bicycle travel, Uh, I try not to... Say that in past tense because it's uh, still a dream today. <laughs> uh, you never know. Well, the dream was uh, about to come true uh, two years ago, and uh, I kind of planned uh, my life uh, to materialize that dream, and um, sadly, it didn't go as uh, I expected because uh, of. Uh, a problem I I began feeling uh, in my knee, uh, I won't go into the details, uh, because I am not right now sure about what is going on there, but uh, apparently surgery last year didn't get rid of it, and um, apparently I was born with it, so um, it's something I'm learning to live with, and. Uh, I guess I noticed uh, after some time that uh, the bicycle part of the trip was not all of the dream I had, it was part of it and I have managed somehow to continue with that uh, illusion even though I am, it didn't work out uh, pedaling. <laughs> yes, so uh, I began traveling uh, uh, two years ago, uh, to begin with, I made a trip in the region of uh, Bogot- of uh, Boyacá, in Colombia. It's a very mountainous region. Uh, Where is it in relation to It's to uh, It's uh, very close to, to Bogotá. The Departamento, which is uh, the state equivalent in uh, Colombia, the Departamento of uh, Bogotá is called uh, Cundinamarca and uh, the neighbor uh, departamento is called uh, Boyacá, it's famous because of its uh, hills and the potato, uh, uh, how do you say, cultivos, cultivation, uh, cultivation. and um, all of the best uh, cyclists from Colombia go to train to Boyacá, because because it's high up in elevation, because it has lots of. um uphills, downhills, and uh, I think it's also because the air is incredible and the, the landscape are, uh, l- the landscapes are very inspiring to keep on uh, going. <laughs> uh, so that uh, uh, self-sufficient, which is a term I repeat without uh, agreeing completely about it. The self-sufficient uh, bicycle tour uh, lasted uh, roughly two weeks. Uh, and uh, a mild uh, pain in my knee and uh, some um, family responsibilities I had uh, back in Bogota uh, made it end unexpectedly. And um, after that, uh, which was uh, roughly 800 kilometer round trip um, to Bogota, uh, I had everything ready to go and uh, a slight pain in my knee and um, I felt uh, I still had to keep on going so I packed uh, my bicycle and all of my stuff in a bus this bicycle no it was uh, a touring bicycle with a front rack back rack like uh, to avoid uh, these uh, details Uh, it was a bicycle ready to go for thousands of kilometers Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, sadly it stayed uh, it has uh, stayed in a box since then Mm -hmm. Uh, it's right now in the Caribbean coast of Colombia with my family in the town of Santa Marta where uh, I made my next stop after a long uh, bus ride uh, with a heavy bicycle inside the bus And uh, the excuse to jump off Bogota was uh, a visiting friend uh, from uh, uh, France. Well, he's uh, a friend from Bogota, but he was living in France. And when he said he was going to spend some days in the Caribbean, uh, in the town of uh, Covenas, I said, well, let's go visit him. I'll just pack all of my stuff and and I'll see if I'm able to bike from there if my knee gets better. How far is that? Uh... It was a thousand or something kilometers Mm. and um, after that I went to visit my family in Santa Marta and uh, I was just hoping to have a fast recovery and to keep on pedaling which never happened (laughs) but uh, I kept on uh, traveling in a different way. I made uh, satellite uh, trips between uh, Santa Marta and uh, all the beautiful and the surprising uh, uh, settlements and the nature uh, imagery you can find around. And um, it was uh, a little bit uh, as fun as uh, unexpected to end up traveling in that way, which uh, if you look uh, at the shape of the trip in the map, it was just a uh, very irregular star. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I like to think that uh, this shape in the map that uh, it reflects somehow the, the effect it has on the traveller so uh, when you have this kind of shape going on as you travel mm, the way in which you relate to what is your comfort zone and what is not your comfort zone is uh, very interesting because you get to uh, have a, a contrast that you wouldn't have otherwise if you just do a linear or a circular tra- travel travel um, and uh, after that a uh, star shaped uh, traveling which lasted uh, over six months and uh, which also uh, uh, included some uh, very fun and inspiring uh, working experience in a school as a math teacher for over a month. I uh, had uh, another uh, unexpected uh, shift in uh, the way of traveling and the places uh, I was about to discover. And this was uh, meeting uh, some uh, traveler that told me about uh, the possibility of traveling uh, in sailing boats as crew, even uh, though I had no experience at all. Uh <laughs> what did you end up getting? Uh? getting onto a sailing boat. So after I met this guy, I uh, had the chance to uh, spend some days uh, close to a marina in the city of Barranquilla, also the Caribbean coast of Colombia, uh, an hour or two from Santa Marta. And uh, as I was there, uh, sharing with my friends the carnavales, the carnivals of Barranquilla, which are incredible. Uh, I had the chance to meet a sailor from uh, South Korea. Uh, his name was uh, Jun. Uh, very smiling, uh, funny,
0: clumsy, brave uh, <laughs> he's the, is he the, sailor. He's the one where uh, you got VAMOS from. Sorry? You, you got the, when, you, when you say VAMOS, you got it from him.
1: No, 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 that was a a different story which I I can share in a minute, so uh, I met this guy and uh, I just told him about my uh, will to travel and uh, he uh, decided uh, to uh, invite me to join him in uh, a week of sailing from uh, Colombia to Panama it was uh, one of the most uh, beautiful experiences uh, of my life. Uh, I, and I think the unexpected uh, element there <laughs> uh, was very important because uh, I had uh, no expectations about what sailing would be, I just had the mild, uh, mild is not the word, I just had the vague idea that it was possible after this uh, German traveller talked to me about it uh but I I never thought it was going to be so close and when I had the, the experience to sail with the June from Santa Marta to Bogota uh, sorry from Santa Marta to Panama uh, it was just uh, out of this world uh, <laughs> I have no words to describe uh, uh, doing a night watch in a sailing boat uh, with the perfect sailing conditions looking at the stars and the uh, playing uh, my favorite music so that uh, I wouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> mm, it was uh, very beautiful and uh, it was also uh, a sign or I decided to take it as a sign. I did not think signs of life are really there. You're just uh, uh, able to find them if you want to look for them and uh, I think it. I decided to see a sign that I had to keep on traveling and uh, keep my mind open about the, all the possibilities that there are to travel, all the ways in which you can keep on looking at, at things and uh, shaping who you are as you as you go <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so sort of improvising your next step and or imp- or you're growing with each yes each I was travel. I was completely lost uh, I am completely lost don't worry, we all are, <laughs> even if you <laughs> don't want to admit it. It's so fun to admit it and uh, it's so fun to use this uh, uh, honesty uh, in, a, in a good way to be able to make uh, good decisions about your life uh, even though you don't really know where it's going to.
0: <laughs> to ever share with you the idea maybe that this life is the, the greatest video game of all time
1: well, uh, I'm not that expert, uh, that uh, fond of uh, video game metaphors, can you explain
0: that? <laughs> well, it says people want to play video games and uh, these virtual worlds, okay. where what if we are in a virtual world, and we have all the possibilities, like getting on a boat and sailing, it's just, mm-hmm. you can just do it if you want, just do it. Yes. Uh, of course, there's limitations, as you know, with your knee. Of course. There are issues, but of course. Of uh, course.
1: I would I would put what and you said in uh, in uh, some words I can relate to more easily. And uh, yeah, it's it's a game. This is a game. Mm-hmm. Limitations are part of the rules because every game has some limitations, mm-hmm. and
0: it's part of the fun. And you might not always uh, you might not always have the, the the same hand as someone else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes so i like to i like to think about uh, traveling uh, uh, in that way in a playful way and i like to think of life as a as a travel so uh, if uh, even if i'm speaking about right now uh, from where to where i moved and how i moved uh, i like to think of it as a as a metaphor for life so um, that's uh, what's uh, so inspiring about uh, traveling in that way because uh, even though uh, it may seem as something that will end as you get to point B uh, if you really if you really try to uh, uh, feel what was happening from A to B it doesn't end in B mm-hmm. uh, B is just a uh, a practical understanding of what of what went on, but, but it's but, uh, so much uh, more bee, than that.
0: The bee that all of us seem to think of is is death, but even that bee fits your metaphor because then when you get there, yeah, who knows? I don't think that's probably <laughs> yes. it's not it's not it's it's not bee in the sense that it's the end.
1: I, I never thought about that, but yes, it still, fits, a... it still fits your, your model.
0: <laughs> yes, so. You know about that. You're you're a mathematician. <laughs> no, you're just a math teacher. <laughs> I'm a very
1: irresponsible uh, mathematician. I I tend to uh, make up um, theories about uh, a, how to live on the run, and uh, well, what I just said about this metaphor, I, I never thought about it before, so. Uh, I don't care uh eh, <laughs> the good ones, the ones that seem to work, you just repeat them again mm-hmm. and they shape into a, a better understa- understanding of what your own life is and uh, it's it's good not to take these uh, too seriously because they end up becoming a sketch for your life and uh, you don't want that mm-hmm. so uh, eh, that's why I'm very proud of uh, confessing that mm-hmm. i as we would say in uh, Spanish eh, "hablo mucha carreta I uh, speak a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and uh, I I don't do it because I want to impress anyone or uh, something like that, or maybe I guess as well. Uh, I hope not. I do it because uh, there is uh, uh, a rhythm of life and uh, there is a rhythm of words that you don't want to stop. And uh, as you speak, you understand uh, what you really think. Uh, and uh, that's why we shouldn't feel, feel guilty of being uh, irresponsible about uh, uh, these uh, understandings of what
0: this uh, crazy thing called life is about. <laughs> that's, that's what I felt uh, when, I guess you would call it, reached adulthood. I don't know when that was, but there was some moment, mid- during when I was in college probably, you grow up thinking... I think I mentioned this when I was talking to David uh, in the podcast. So David, yes. the Marine, if you guys remember, um, he—I uh, I told him—you you grow up thinking, oh, your parents—they know what the answers are, so you—you know—you follow that. But then you get to an age where you—you you realize, oh wait, they—they they also don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, they know. I have to go to school, and I have to get good <laughs> grades, and I'll be fine. And then—and uh, then you get there, and you're like, oh wait, why did my parents come to America? They have no like logical reason, really. I mean, there's there's, there's reason there's a re- there's reasons they give me, but um, that's kind of insane to not know the language and not have so. Your much parents of a didn't playing. know the language when they. They came. still don't really know. My mom okay. doesn't speak very much English, any English at all, oh. and uh, my dad's English is uh, just working proficiency, just enough to get by. Hmm. But somehow they made they got two kids through college. And uh, they have their own... Dad has his own business, and uh, we have a very nice house, nice peaceful area in the United States, in the East Coast, and somehow they made it. Yet, uh, just like everybody else, they have their complaints, even though they have what they, I would argue, uh, some, some sort of peace. Yes, we need, we
1: need that illusion, and uh, maybe it doesn't make sense, but we need that impulse. Which illusion? of, uh, of uh, knowing where, uh, what we need and uh, where we should be headed. So sometimes it's a matter of uh, uh, settling somewhere and uh, having uh, certain projects. Uh, and uh, it's beautiful when it works and uh, you get to realize, I mean, you, you get to uh, carry on these projects and you're completely fulfilled about them. but. Even if y- after you realize you carry on these projects and you feel they weren't what you were looking for, well, next project you know
0: <laughs> yeah. so what? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then just more, another level in the game you just yeah. passed, you just went past it. you're, you're on the next level. <laughs> yes, uh, you don't want to, to
1: take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not good for most serious matters to take life seriously. So, yes, we, we, we don't really know uh, what we should do about the fact that we don't really know what we're doing. Uh, so uh, there are some hints. You can find uh, some shortcuts to happiness. Um, sadly, these uh, shortcuts, like dancing, like... Music. Music, like intense romance. They don't seem to be so sustainable. <laughs> they're explosions.
0: Exactly. No. <laughs> Uncontrolled explosions.
1: Um, and uh, uh, what I mean by saying they're not so sustainable uh, is uh, exactly, no very no. vague. Because I think. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to say that uh, you cannot dance all of your life, maybe you can. But somehow I feel it's not the same after you are a professional dancer. (laughs) And uh, somehow I feel if you enjoy, uh, I don't know, a song after a certain amount of uh, repetitions it's not the same. But. Anyway, these uh, shortcuts, shortcuts uh, to happiness are beautiful, and they are a good, uh, a good enough reason to wake up with a giant smile every day, mm, in spite of all of the suffering that uh, we can feel or ignore if that works <laughs> around the, the world. Um, it's not a, it's not a complete smile if, if you. Decide not to ignore this suffering, but uh, it's a smile, and um, uh, that's why it's not uh, always there. But it's uh, good enough to uh,
0: carry on, traveling, playing, <laughs> living. How, how do you uh, come to terms? Maybe not come to terms, but uh, smile when uh, when you know. Crazy, bad, evil things are happening in the world. Well, there are
1: a couple of uh, ways around that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I haven't been so cynical (laughs) for a long time. Because you're
0: telling me about when you used to, when you first, I think when you first became a vegetarian. Yes. And you, uh, how was that transformation into what you are now? Okay. Well. to
1: answer uh, your first uh, question, or to to fall in your fe- in your first uh, unintentional trap, uh, I would say uh, you can you can be naturally selfish, like not consciously selfish, which means after you have lunch, you can smile, and uh, it's not that you're remembering about all of the suffering in the world and you don't give a shit and you bring up a giant smile. It's more like our uh, limitations as human beings allow us to ignore things naturally. I don't know if that's good or bad but I can truly say I have had uh, honest smiles which I shouldn't uh, feel cynical about or indifferent about all the shit that, that's going on around in the world so uh, to put it in uh, less words, I would just say we, we, are, uh, we can be selfish and uh, that works for a smile somehow, sadly, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, but on the other hand, I try to feel, I try to think that these uh, smiles, these selfish smiles, are on the way of uh, uh, doing something about all the shit that uh, is going uh, on in the world we cannot uh, begin to think what we should do about uh, all of this uh, craziness if we don't have a smile mm. So even if it's uh, uh, if it may appear uh, indifferent to be a joyful person and 2016. Mm, it's uh, it's a starting point. Uh, I agree we that. cannot we cannot uh, uh, sell the idea of a better world if we cannot at least uh, begin to think we uh, we have a, a life that seems to work somehow. Uh, if you want to help other people have a better life and you have no idea uh, about what a good life is, uh, then uh, it won't work. <laughs> so you
0: would agree that uh, to help others, you can help yourself
1: first? I, don't th- I think uh, this uh, first uh, word is uh, unnecessary. I don't think uh, there should be an order. I think you can help others as you help yourself. And you can help yourself as you help others. And uh, maybe I can go back to your second question uh, there. I think it's the same with uh, vegetarianism. I don't think we need to help animals. And when we're done with that, we help humanity. I think we can do both simultaneously and complementary in a complementary way. And uh, that's beautiful. Mm, I think I can be happy about my life, and at the same time help others. Some of her uh, solve some of her problems, or realized that they don't really have a problem they thought they have because very often that's the case. Um, and uh, yes, so that's why I don't uh, feel guilty about smiling. I think. Uh, if I just uh, I cut my veins, mm, when I see someone suffer, well, he will have another reason uh, to suffer because he will see someone cutting his veins in front of him.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, if we go back to your uh, your travels, you took you took a boat to Panama. So, um, yes, uh,
1: I got to Panama. Mm, to the port of Cologne. It's uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, ports in the world, uh, both uh, cargo uh, uh, ships, uh, recreation ships, uh, sailing boats, uh, fishing ships, you will find everything you can think of there in the path between the seas. Um, so uh, once I was there, I I wanted to carry on, and it was beautiful to discover this uh, way of traveling uh, that had uh, some
0: of the spirit of biking somehow I mean, what kind of what kind of duties did you have when you were sailing?
1: Mm, it was a very, very easy job. you just had to be looking at the stars in the night and if something went wrong uh, or which didn't happen ever do something about it so uh maybe i was very lucky or maybe it is as easy <laughs> always i'm not sure uh and uh, these uh modern sail- sailboats are uh so fully equipped uh, that you can be uh very lousy sailor and uh, get off with it. Uh, fortunately, uh, I had a, an incredible chance to be with three very experimented captains. Um, and uh, th- I think they appreciated uh, when uh, I joined uh, their crew. I, they appreciated more having uh, someone that really wanted to be there and uh, that uh, was happy to share Um, time alone in the middle of nowhere and uh, always have some question to ask and uh, something to smile about and um, I think uh, that uh, that was beautiful to be able to share with these uh, strangers that just uh, only needed someone to to be around in the night and so that they could have some extra hours of sleep and um, uh, that's how it worked. The second boat that I got to join uh, was a very old uh, steel boat um, made in the U.S. Uh, in the middle of a suburb. It's what it was called the uh, Great Dane. And uh, the this uh, sailing boat uh, was n- uh, was never sailed by the crazy guy that spent uh, around 20 years uh, building. Um, in the en- it ended up, I don't know how, in the hands of a Chilean guy that doesn't speak Spanish.
0: Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't speak Spanish. How-
1: Well, that's all I know about uh, the owner of this boat. (laughs) I also know he has some sort of rock band and uh, lots of money. uh, But how does he not speak Spanish? He loved uh, playing Xbox inside the boat. (laughs) And fortunately, we didn't find out that uh, this Xbox worked uh, after uh, two weeks of sailing from uh, Panama to Mexico. (laughs) Wait, wait, so did he grow up in Chile? I didn't meet him. I met the guy that was uh, sailing his boat for him. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. This guy uh, was a very funny and uh, smart uh, Canadian. Mm, He he loved uh, making fun about uh, how uh, bad I was at doing practical stuff uh but he didn't seem to mind because uh, we got along uh, somehow <laughs> and um, uh, this uh, this boat this uh, uh great dane sailed from uh, uh colon to um chiapas in the south of mexico it uh, uh it was meant to go from the East Coast to the West Coast of Canada uh, because this uh, mysterious Chilean non-Spanish-speaking owner decided to sell it it for a better price in the West Coast so he hired this Canadian guy to uh, do the job and this Canadian guy just picked up uh, the first three guys he could find in the marina of uh, Cologne Um, one of them was a very fun uh, uh, backpacker from uh, Idaho, uh, he's a professional backpacker Random because...
0: place. Yep. Lots of potatoes, that's all I know. Oh,
1: excuse me, am I thinking about Idaho, Idaho or Iowa?
0: Both of them. It's, uh, it's very... close to the
1: west coast, uh, uh, close to Oregon. Just neither it of begins those.
0: begins with A, with I. I? Yes. No. Close to Oregon, there's Wyoming, yes. I think. No. Montana. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. My geography is not a hundred percent on the United States. Starts with an I. Yes. Well, I don't know that I, one. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> he was. Uh, he lived uh, a couple of hours away from uh, um, Oregon. And um, uh, he was a very funny guy uh, that uh, was very inspiring to meet, that you can keep on uh, backpacking uh, for all of your life and uh, never get tired of it, and uh, uh, never become uh, pretentious about it. And um, so he was part of the crew. The other uh, guy in the crew was Yam. An Israeli uh, former uh, former Israeli? No, he was a former military Israeli. Uh, he not they all? Well, somehow uh, I just lied, uh, and he wasn't really, because he decided to quit the army, and uh, they put him into prison. He. Uh, after prison, he, he, he received another chance, and he quit, he quit again. So finally, they decided to declare he was uh, not mentally apt to be part of an army, uh, which was uh, good and bad for him. It's good for him because he could uh, uh, leave Israel without uh, having to uh, join the army. And uh, travel around Latin America sailing for almost a year when I met him. Uh, bad for him, because he will have lots of limitations uh, uh, What's around this? the world when when the Israeli state decides you're half a citizen. Wait, what is the citizenship then? Well, uh, not Israeli. When you when you don't when you're not. Uh, um of, when you haven't served, uh, you have lots of trouble with lots of paperwork. So uh, if you want to have a driver's license, if you want to look for a job, if you want to do anything that uh, requires identifying yourself, you will be asked uh, to prove uh, well to hand in your papers and uh, when you don't serve the military, your papers, Uh, must have a good excuse for that and when your papers say you're crazy and that's why (laughs) you didn't then uh, things will be complicated for you Mm -hmm. and uh, yes according to the to Yam uh, he was declared to be loco with uh, his uh, very uh, expressive uh, Spanish which didn't Need uh, a lot of uh, grammar or vocabulary to be expressive, and uh, uh, he's the guy that, uh, that I was talking uh, talking to you about before, who uh, invited me to join the boat uh, as I was having some doubts, and he just said vamos. <laughs> <laughs> so now you use it to, when we're going anywhere. <laughs> yes, it's uh, I I I remember when I when I agreed to join the the boat back then. Uh, And uh, his uh, smile, as he said, uh, Vamos! (laughs) Uh, Will be part of me. And uh, I have um, stolen that uh, energy from him uh, every time I need to make this decision. I I might be scared about.
0: (laughs) Inspired by this guy. We (laughs) all say it sometimes. It's the Vamos philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) The Vamos philosophy. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Yes. uh, I think uh, uh, it's something... uh, I had uh, inside of me, and uh, I just found uh, uh, some nice wording for it. Uh, and maybe that's why you got the idea without really having to explain it, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you had it within you and you just a cool
0: <laughs> a cool word, a cool word uh, or yeah. a cool feeling to. express <laughs> no, I mean I, I, uh, express when it. I was living in Lisbon, uh, <laughs> when I was living in Lisbon, there was one of our uh, flatmates from France, and she would always say, "Let's go." question mark or like French people they say that I guess I don't know what it is in French to say let's a- go. A- do or, say uh, Allez-y. Oh, do they say a it a lot?
1: Allons-nous-en. Allez-y.
0: My French is a disaster. I, I don't know. Do they say it when they're like all right let's go.
1: I think it's yeah, yeah. one of those.
0: Because in English you don't really say so I don't know it didn't sound 100% correct in English okay. even though the idea is correct so I just took vamos because it's
1: yeah, and uh, it's, course, also, it it's also very language.
0: nice uh, because
1: the verb uh, to go uh, is used in uh, uh, lots of Latin languages like Spanish mm-hmm. to uh, conjugate the future. So uh, you can say, uh, yo voy a ser feliz, which means uh, I will be happy and uh, the verb yeah, I'm going uh, voy to be, a yeah. Yes, um, Ah, it's the same in English then, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this, I'm yeah. going to, yes, I didn't realize that. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it, <laughs> vamos, to the future, to the unknown, mm-hmm. uh, let's
0: get the hell out of our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Where, after Mexico, can, how long were you uh, there in southern Mexico when you... Got off the boat.
1: Mm, when I got off the boat, I still had the illusion that I might uh, retake the bicycle. So Did you have it on you. No, I just uh, I just uh, decided to uh, contact a, a network of uh, bicycle travelers uh, uh, that's called uh, couch, um, Warm Showers. It's a kind of a, a couchsurfing version of bicycle travelers. And uh, I ended up uh, meeting this uh, beautiful person with his beautiful family called uh, Noe in the uh, town of Mapastepec in the uh, Pacific coast of Chiapas. And, and uh, when uh, I told him about uh, me and uh, my nonsense uh, and my. Uh, Desire to maybe retake uh, cycling someday, he 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 invited me to join him in uh, his home for as much time as I needed to to recover. Um, so uh, he offered me uh, uh, a friend. He offered me. Uh, The humanity that's always uh, beautiful to remember is summer around. <laughs> and um, I ended up in this uh, very small town that very few people know about, called Mapastepec. Um, and uh, I don't know why uh, I decided to stay there for so long. but. I had a very good time. It was almost uh, two months. Oh, uh, forgive me. I will lie a, a lot about uh, dates because uh, I didn't really <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> check <that>. the calendar <laughs> uh, when I got there or when I left. But it felt like uh, other
0: things have felt like two months. Yeah. <laughs> For example, my two months at Pacific Trade wins feels a little bit different. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think
1: it's more fun just to lie about dates than to keep on uh, um, uh, repeating to ourselves that we have learned, lost our sense of time. Because we haven't. It's just that it doesn't go with uh, days and months. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of time that
0: uh, doesn't work that way. And, I don't know how it works. <laughs> and uh, after Mexico, how did you travel further? So, um,
1: after I realized my knee wasn't really getting better, um, I decided to uh, keep on going. I found uh, another uh, boat to join from the south of Mexico to the central west uh, part of Mexico, the state of Jalisco. So, um, I uh, um had the chance to travel uh, around Chiapas um, with a very kind and beautiful Japanese cyclist I met in Mapastepec uh, he carried on uh, south and he ended up visiting my mother for over a month in Colombia uh, he was my Japanese uh, <laughs> uh, replacement for uh, <laughs> my mother to be happy <laughs> and um, after, after this uh, short uh, traveling around the Chiapas, uh, I got on another sailing boat with uh, a very, very kind uh, American guy um, who had this uh, uh, sailing boat called Dragon's Wing. It was uh, um, a very special kind of sailboat, it was very small and uh it uh, it worked with the te- technology of uh, ancient uh, Chinese uh, boats, like big boats uh, it, uh, The system of the sail doesn't work in the same way as most uh, sailing boats nowadays do. It has uh, a structure of uh, sticks uh, that hold uh, the shape of the sail. Um, I think. If I'm not wrong, this uh, uh, type of boat is called a junk rig, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was beautiful to sail with this uh, accordion-shaped dragon wing. It Uh, has these like layers, right? Yes, yes, and uh, it was uh, its color was also very. Dragon uh, <laughs> in dragon dragonesque, <arc>. <laughs> dragon-esque. <laughs> <laughs> and to see that in the sunset uh, along the coast of uh, Mexico was
0: uh, I don't have words for that um, what made this guy want to use this kind of boat
1: um, by the way before I forget I should uh, clarify that sadly from uh, Panama to uh, Chiapas and from Chiapas to Jalisco Um, the sailing isn't sailing it's more like diesel sailing because we're going uh, completely against uh, the good currents Mm -hmm. and um, it wasn't as uh, uh, romantic and uh, inspiring uh, as the sailing between Colombia and Panama was Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there were some uh, good evenings where the the, um, wind was perfect and we could uh, turn off the diesel engine and uh, yes i think i think uh, i need to uh, remember this in this point because otherwise the romanticism of uh, travelling in a boat will delete that uh, diesel uh, memory <laughs> <laughs> the diesel memory yeah <laughs> That's okay yes <laughs> to uh, to get back at your question about uh, why the why did paul decide to um, use a junk rig, let me think about it. I think he was, he's just a very, very curious person. And um, he has all kinds of intelligences you can imagine. One of uh, the curiosities he has is uh, uh, about uh, how did the uh, technology came to be successful uh and uh here I think and uh, that's uh, part of a driving force for his decision to sail the junk rig and uh, very often you find these amazing te- technologies that for this or that reason uh, ended up being unsuccessful and uh, if you're curious enough, you can rescue these and uh, build uh, beautiful projects with them and uh, uh, Apparently there are lots of uh, alternative ways of uh, sailing that uh, very uh, mm, curious and uh, passionate uh, sailors around the world have been rescuing. Mm, And I think he's part of this team and that's why he decided to uh, get that boat. so, we ended up in Jalisco with Paul. We spent, I spent uh, some time before I was able to say goodbye to him. Uh, because uh, we became uh, friends, or I feel like it, I don't know <laughs> if you would agree. After that, I decided to uh, go inland <laughs> for a change. I met a girl in uh, the town of Puerto Vallarta, which uh, was our landing point in Jalisco. And uh, Tatiana, another uh, person for this long list, this uh, long list of human beings that uh, will uh, continue inspiring for the rest of my life about how good people, how good uh, people can be. Um, Tatiana uh, was uh, a friend from all of my life that I met uh, <laughs> uh, late that's how it felt. It's uh, beautiful to find these uh, connections with people uh, so suddenly and uh, to feel you can share so much stuff uh, with people you didn't know uh, one week ago and uh, i I go into this detail with her, but uh, uh, happily for me uh, it was uh, one of uh, many people i I have met in this travel and in this life, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that I think I will keep on meeting in this way so uh tatiana uh, gave me very, very good uh, advice to travel around Jalisco and um, I, I also began uh, hitchhiking, uh, not boat hitchhiking, but uh, uh, old-style hitchhiking there, <laughs> and, um, which I had never done so extensively before because uh, in Colombia, uh, because of uh, the recent history we, we have uh, around uh, not trusting people. Uh, it's not really a possibility. It's I think you can wait for days before someone will give you a ride in uh, the roads of Colombia. Uh, so um, in Mexico, fortunately, uh, in spite of the fact that they are having so much trouble with violence recently, there is this uh, ongoing uh, solidarity culture when it comes to give a ride to someone and. Uh, I, I, Something I love about Mexico and uh, Mexican uh, culture is that they love to share. Uh, even uh, uh, when it doesn't seem like uh, they do it for the best reasons it's always there. What does that mean, for example? Um, because mm, uh, sometimes you can uh, be generous because uh, you care about uh, uh, having someone close to you, and not because you're really interested in that person's well-being. Uh, sadly, I saw that very often in Mexico. So sometimes, when people are generous with you, um, it's somehow uh, being they are somehow being generous to themselves. <laughs> uh, but I don't happily. Think that's bad. Unless you have an example of that. I don't think that's bad, but it's good uh, to keep it in mind. Mm, because uh, you get to see people aren't that generous always with everyone, and uh, that helps you
0: understand why that's like, the case. So, so it's kind of selective generosity?
1: Um, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know. Uh, it's uh, intermittent. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't explain uh, how that intermittence works, if that's a word in English. Um, Anyway, um, I found uh, lots of generosity in Mexico and uh, I feel bad to (laughs) uh, be talking about (laughs) what inspired these uh, generous persons to be so generous. And In most of the cases, it was just complete, innocent, uh, beautiful uh, generosity that expected nothing uh, back and um, I like to think uh, I was lucky and uh, I like to think I wasn't and uh, that's always the case in Mexico, (laughs) I couldn't really tell. When you travel, you can only uh, be happy, Uh, about the fact that you were lucky and uh, uh, you can never really try to generalize into saying uh, something is good or something is bad Um, that's uh, what I was telling you about before my uh, tendency to speak a lot of shit and get lost with words (laughs) Uh, but again I I shouldn't feel guilty about it (laughs) Um, As you travel, it's fun to try to think which are the places you like the most or which are the things you did that gave you the best uh, teachings. Mm, But it's also fun to think you had no idea uh, what went on, uh, what what were the places that, that you really enjoyed or the things that you really learned. But just to feel you're a different person and have no clues about how that went on is also uh, very satisfying. (laughs) So you have no idea how you changed? or I have some clues. (laughs) (laughs) I think I wanted to make some change for a long time ago and sometimes uh, traveling uh, works for that because you just have the time and the space to... Do those changes you wanted to do uh, before, mm, and um, I would say uh, I have uh, I have learned uh, a lot from this one and a half year of traveling. <laughs> That's a cool dog. Just, yeah, funny dog just walks by. So, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I would I would put that in my list. I, that dog of the cool things that have changed me as, <laughs> <laughs> as I travel.
0: Why did he make that circle? to notice? He was like, whoa, went know. the wrong way. <laughs> 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 Can't walk in a straight line. <laughs> so,
1: um, yes, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, make some uh, irresponsible theories about uh, what <laughs> I have learned about traveling recently or what I have learned about myself and the world as I travel I would say one of them is uh, people always have good reasons to, to do what they do and uh, it's uh, good to remember that when you're about to be upset with someone if you make an effort to understand uh, what those reasons were for that person it will change your reaction completely even if your reaction should be a rejection to someone's bad, bad actions. When you make this effort to understand uh, why this person did this or that, your rejection reaction will be so much better. When some, someone says something mean, when someone says something uh, racist, uh, something um, uh, classist or hateful in any way, very often you can see where that hate comes from. So if you just hate back, you won't get anywhere. If you just ignore that hate, uh, humanity won't go anywhere. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to uh, think of uh, smarter ways to to react to hate. I don't have a, a good uh, example <laughs> right now, but uh, I will get back to you when I have them. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's something beautiful I have learned uh, recently. Another uh, very interesting thing I, I would like to share with the audience of fun Boat Diplomacy is that... <laughs> Why are you <laughs> laughing, David? <laughs> is that <laughs> decision-making a, a, should be uh, more creative. Decision making uh, should be more flexible. Uh, You tend uh, to uh, base your uh, decisions in uh, the search of good uh, and uh, the search of bad, if that's your thing. Uh, If that's your thing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, in a in a very uh, how to say this unbalanced way, because uh, uh, how to how to give an example, if you go to the supermarket and you, you try to buy something that will make you happy and will make humanity happy, uh, it's so so difficult because we. Are not trained in thinking flexibly because uh, if you go uh, in the market or the supermarket or wherever you buy your food and uh, you think about the consequences of what you do, it's it's very difficult uh, not to harm someone. If you go to buy uh, beef, you will be harming. Uh, the environment you will be harming uh, the cattle that was confined and uh, exploited uh, the same uh, you could say for uh, poultry or uh, or um, pigs or uh, most meat, even fish in a different way uh, but then if you if you go to the uh, vegetable section Uh, you won't really be that well off if you are uh, thorough because uh, sadly uh, agriculture and uh, 21st century um, agriculture is uh, so unsatisfying when you go into the details Um, and uh, you have to make a decision you have to decide if you if you will buy this uh, local product, if you will buy this foreign product, if you decide uh, to buy this uh, uh, healthy uh, snack, or if you buy, if you, you will buy this unhealthy thing that will make you so happy, and uh, if you go healthy, local, organic, vegan, always it will be an unbalanced uh, decision because we are we're not there yet and uh, very often our reaction is going to the other imbalance of uh, just uh, being frustrated about the uncapability of going to this mainstream uh, good uh, decision making and uh, We need the imbalance of doing some healthy things. We need the imbalance. Sorry, we need the balance (laughs) of making these unhealthy decisions, these selfish decisions, these uh, short-term thinking decisions, because they're part of us. As long as you can um, change your decision making, as you change uh, tendencies, and uh, not try to become. Perfectly coherent, it should work. And the contradiction and balance are very close. (laughs) Coherence and unbalance are also very close, sadly. (laughs) And I would uh,
0: put the radicalism in that group as well. So, those police sirens are telling us that we're. So, we should leave now. (laughs) <laughs> Not really, it's, we're just coming up on our time uh, I wish I got to Talk a little bit more about how you got to Where you are now But That's, uh, that's another time I guess but, uh, Thank you David for yes. being
1: I think I think you should have been more um, Unbalanced And uh, stopped me when I began uh... <laughs> How do you say that uh, Divagando uh... What does that mean? I cannot think of a translation in English. When I began uh, rambling? Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, there is a reason I just let you go. (laughs) And
1: uh, yeah, maybe someday we can uh, listen back at this uh, rambling and
0: make some sense out of it. Or we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully our audience can make some sense of it for themselves. (laughs) But thank you for being on.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, one of the ne- one of the uh, purposes for the teachings of my traveling is that I should be uh, more uh, wise with words and use them in a different way. <laughs> I'm glad you had some practice today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thank you, Wayman, for being so patient. <laughs> well, I hope i are uh,
0: curious. P- hope your podcast uh, pans out see what happens in the future of course you want to explain yeah, a little it. bit to the audience what your idea is
1: um i was inspired uh, by your podcast to um do a spanish version uh, uh, of it <laughs> a latin american version of it uh not uh, only Latin American, because of a uh, language I will use, but because I will be, I will make I will make a bad copy of it, <laughs> and uh, we we like that in Latin America copying uh, uh, America's <laughs> cultural products in cultural in a, dominance, soft yeah, power, in an incomplete way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just. Uh, define on the way on the goal how it will work and uh, I love about uh, this uh, way in which you make your podcast that uh, it's an excuse to uh, make people talk about uh, what they think and about themselves in a different way and uh, it's a way of traveling I think uh, uh, in spite of the lack of uh, details we went into uh, right now, you traveled with me for a moment and uh, as I hear uh, your other pod- podcasts, you were you doing the same and um,
0: I, will, I will try to do the same as you're doing. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll see each other again. I'm hoping to go to Colombia sometime, so <laughs> good.